Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is April 4th. Happy General Conference weekend, everyone! I have been looking forward to this General Conference and so I am so excited that it is finally here. Today, you guys, we are going to be talking more about the specific blessings that we have because of the restoration of the gospel. And today, fittingly, we're going to be talking about the blessings of having a living prophet. Now, as a teacher, I used to give an object lesson about prophets. I would call someone forward, and I would have them make a fist with their hands. And then I would make a fist and put it above their hand, and I'd say, okay, your job is to follow my fist. Anywhere my fist goes, your fist needs to go. And I'd start moving it around, and at first it'd be easy, and I'd go slow. And then I'd start taking it weird, and all fast, and it was really hard for them to follow. Then I would take a pen and I would have each of us hold one end of that pen in our hands so that it created a link between our two fists. And then I would move it all over and it was easy for them to follow. Now, that object lesson, while true, is incomplete. As I've gotten older, I've learned to think of Revelation to the Prophet more as a triangle than a direct line. So I want you to visualize this with me. Imagine a triangle and that top point is Heavenly Father. Now, if you follow one of the sides down, one of those bottom points is the prophet. Now, you follow that bottom line over, and that's the prophet giving revelation to us. So, God to prophet to us. But if you notice, one side of that triangle is incomplete. That's because Heavenly Father gives revelation to the prophet, who then gives that revelation to us. But in order for that revelation to be complete, we then need to return to our Father in Heaven and ask for confirmation of the revelation. We need to gain a testimony of that revelation for ourselves from our Father in Heaven. And as we do that, we complete that triangle. It allows Heavenly Father to speak to prophets, prophets to speak to us, and then for us to take that revelation back to Father in Heaven for confirmation. And by doing that, we can gain a testimony for ourselves of the revelation that our Father in Heaven gives. Several times lately, I have heard members of the church be accused of blind obedience. Obedience, you guys, is never blind if you know who you're following and if you seek personal confirmation of the truth. When we gain a personal witness that we have living prophets and apostles on earth today, then following them is not blind. When we complete that triangle and ask our Father in heaven for confirmation of revelation and we receive that, then following revelation is not blind because we know who we are following. We live in such a different world than the children of Israel did or the Jews at the time of Christ in Jerusalem did. One of the great blessings of the restoration is that God has prophets and apostles and revelation to guide us now just as he did then. He hasn't left us alone. He hasn't left us to wander or to guess what his will is or to try to understand modern day problems based on nothing but ancient scripture. He's given us that ancient scripture to find answers, but he has also given us modern day prophets and apostles to guide us through modern day issues. Think about the recent revelations and changes made under President Nelson. There's been the restructuring of priesthood quorums, ministering, which is such a huge blessing right now because as President Nelson called it, it's a newer and holier approach to caring for others. And what a blessing that is in such a crazy time that we live in. 
the new children and youth program, which teaches kids to seek and receive revelation for themselves and to make and keep goals. We've been asked to use the full name of the church, which isn't new, but it was kind of a call to repentance for many of us. We've received home-centered, church-supported learning. 19 new temples have been announced under President Nelson. The way young men and young women advance in their classes and also the ages where youth can go to the temple. Missionaries now receive their call via email. Sisters can wear pants. Where was that 15 years ago? (laughs) Probably would have gone a little earlier than I did had I been able to wear pants. Not only that, but now missionaries can also call their families so that families can be more of a part of the missionary service. There have been changes in the temple. Changes to the recommend questions. The removal of the one-year waiting period for couples who are married civilly. What a blessing that is for so many couples who have had these wedding dates during this virus. That they can get married outside of the temple civilly and that as soon as this is over and the temple's open again, they can go and be sealed immediately. Women and children have the opportunity now to serve as witnesses, both in the temple and for baptisms. That one came about a month too late for me. We baptized our oldest and then about a month later that change came. I was was kind of bummed about that. But I testify that all these exciting changes come not at the whims of a man, but by revelation from God to men. Sister Nelson has spoken pretty openly about her testimony of President Nelson as a prophet, and she's told some kind of personal stories. One thing that she said was that two days after President Monson had passed away, the Lord gave Sister Nelson, and this is a quote, a most unique, most distinctive experience that I could never deny or forget. And then she said that from that experience, she knew that the mantle of a prophet was upon my husband. I don't want to even pretend to guess what that experience was, but she knew in that moment that the mantle of prophet was upon her husband. She said that the experience was so dramatic, so clear, that it really was embedded on my heart and mind right in that moment. And then she said that two days later, the Lord gave her the exact same experience again. And then she said this, So I can take any witness stand in any nation on the earth to tell you for sure that Russell Marion Nilsson has been called by God to be the Lord's prophet on the earth at this time. So incredibly strong. She also told a story about how early one Saturday morning she woke up, but wasn't really ready to get out of bed. But she felt a prompting to move out of bed. So she went downstairs, she did some family history, and then two hours later, President Nelson came out of the bedroom and said, Wendy, you won't believe what has been happening for two hours. The Lord has given me detailed instruction about a process I am to follow. Other times she says that she's been prompted to stay close by when her husband was receiving instruction. She said that sometimes during the night, President Nelson will say, Okay, dear, it is happening. She says, I can say that I am a witness by being present, as I am a witness by being absent, that the Lord indeed instructs his prophet. I believe with all my heart that our Father in Heaven instructs us via a prophet on the earth today, that he continues to reveal his gospel and to reveal how the church is to be governed to the prophet. And I believe that the prophet then gives us those revelations and that instruction. And I believe that because I then take those revelations back to the Lord for personal confirmation. 
1973, President Hinckley gave a talk called We Thank Thee, O God, for a Prophet. And in that, he said, How thankful we ought to be, my brethren and sisters, how thankful we are for a prophet to counsel us in words of divine wisdom as we walk our paths in these complex and difficult times. The solid assurance we carry in our hearts, the conviction that God will make his will known to his children through his recognized servant is the real basis of our faith and activity. We either have a prophet or we have nothing. And having a prophet, we have everything. How incredibly blessed we are, my friends, for the restoration of the gospel in the latter days. Because of the restoration, we now have a true understanding of who God is. We have more scriptures to teach us of Christ and his atonement and his nature. We now have God's power on the earth today to bless, to heal, and to bind on earth and in heaven. We have temples with the ordinances necessary for our salvation. And we have continued revelation for a continually changing world. I'm so grateful to President Nelson for the challenge that he gave us to really think about the blessings of the restoration in our lives. I believe in the restoration of the gospel that began with Joseph Smith. And I believe that God is still continuing to restore his church and his gospel on the earth today through modern day prophets and apostles. I testify that this is Christ's church, that within this church is Christ's power, and that it has a foundation of prophets and apostles, with Christ being the chief cornerstone. I know that it's true, and I know that it's true because I have been taught the power of personal revelation because of the restoration of the gospel. I hope you guys have an incredible General Conference weekend. Thank you for listening today. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.